This is the podcast of the First Congregational United Church of Christ in Colville, Washington. We are a small church in a small town, and we are distinguished as the only open and affirming progressive Christian church in town. Today's sermon from Pastor Jim Castro-Lang for the first Sunday of Advent focuses on what it means to show up for Christmas. You will hear references today to Betty Skidmore, a giant of our church who died last night. She directed our choir for over 50 years and was one of the wise souls in our midst. Our first sacred text reading this morning is from Isaiah chapter 64, verses 1 through 9, page 652 of the Old Testament of the Pew Bible. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence. As when fire kindles brushwood, and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, so that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. From ages past, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you, who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways. But you were angry and we sinned, because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities take the, and our iniquities like the wind take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O Lord, and do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider we are all your people. The second sacred text this morning is from Mark, chapter 13, verses 24 through 37. But in those days, after the suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. 
as soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Be aware. Keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come in the evening or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn. Or else he might find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. Thanks, Annie. Appreciate it, especially on this day. Um, I'm also going to make another request. Uh, I meant to say this beforehand to our acolyte, Ginny, today. Good job lighting the candles. But this is the first Sunday of Advent, so can we light one candle on those on there? Everything else fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. We're getting there. So, today, is the first Sunday of Advent. Fittingly, I suppose, Betty died on the last day of the church year. Today is the first day of the new church year. It's, it's the beginning time where we look again in the cycle of life, where we've come from, and where we're going. And in these next few weeks, thank you. In these next few weeks, we prepare ourselves for Christmas. We prepare ourselves in Advent for the birth of Jesus. But so much of our energy can relate to Isaiah this day. Oh, God, that you would tear open the heavens and come down so that the mountains would quake at your presence. So much of us wishes for that. As we look out about us, as we see the chaos, as we grieve those that we've lost, especially today our beloved Betty, Amazing Betty. Oh, in the complexities of this life, in all.
to pay attention to what we need to pay attention to and to do the work. This notion that comes in Isaiah that God is the potter and we are the clay means that we're ready to deal with these areas in our life and we're ready to be reshaped again. To become just a little more next year that full human being living that full human life. Now a couple things about that. I think that's what Betty really worked hard at doing. I saw a person who looked squarely at all the realities and dealt with them. I was willing to share about it and talk about it. And she, I know, was an example to many of us. Because she was doing all of this stuff, she was able to do it right into and through death. And I began to realize that part of the significance of the birth of Jesus is that God's message to us is, and I'm showing up to I'm there right with you. And from the very beginning, you can come. You can feed me. You can see vulnerability. All the way to that great holy week. Where it was Jesus was the only one who was able to walk through those realities and see everything squarely and clearly and not get thrown off the mark. As a result, able to do that all the way through darkness, betrayal, and through death and into new life. When we can do this, when we can keep awake, alert, and be a clay, a clay that is willing to learn what it takes for us to be reshaped, to be just a little more fully what we can be as a human being. When we can do that, then we will understand that an embrace of death is just another door to the fullness of life. But it all starts with Christmas. In three weeks. Jesus, coming from God in our midst, emerging out of us, showed up. And the question for us is, are we going to show up this Christmas? I don't mean show up with our body sitting in a corner of a pew somewhere. That's great. But I mean, are we going to show up? Are we going to come alongside that baby in the crib and allow ourselves and our vulnerability to be hugged, to be reshaped, to be formed one more step closer to everything God knows we can be? Are we ready to show up and do that? In order to do that, we have to be willing to take the next steps. Waking up, and growing up, and cleaning up. In order to show up. Because if we don't do those other things, we're never ready. 
show up and be fully there. As I play, reshape. So we think of it, and that helps you use her as a model and example, not of perfection, but of one willing to do that. Use the scriptures today. Use all your preparations for Christmas Day to be awake to what's really real about Christmas and to show up in a way you've never had before. One step further in the path to full life leading to an embrace of death leading to the fullness of life. Jesus we follow who showed up and showed us the way.